Lisa Battle as our guest today. I need you to start us off this first half of our compliment sandwich. It's the major compliment. I need you to tell us one thing, your favorite thing possibly, about the voice. It's so positive. It's like the most positive, happy thing that's a reality television. Probably because we didn't see the like death battle thing. Yeah, we didn't see yeah. the episode where they straight see the, killed like, them. Beginning and then end, and like they're just so self congratulatory. Like, <laughs> you're the best, and I'm the best coach. No, you're the best coach. They're just like all really happy. Yeah. Even the rejections and, and, are pretty happy. And there's no yeah. like Simon. There's no like mean person. Correct. Yeah, and then the the rejection person. Like, they, they rejected this tiny little baby who really couldn't <laughs> sing very well. But, like, <laughs> sang. And sang like about none cantaloupes. of them turned around because she was a tiny little baby. Yeah. But then, like, Pharrell got, got up on stage and sang with her. And yeah. it was so sweet. Oh, yeah, yeah that really... baby. That baby, not the cantaloupe baby, the happy baby. The acapella baby. Yeah, that, that acapella baby. Yeah. I, I love cantaloupe <laughs> baby, too. We've got to talk about her for sure more. But first, uh, Tanya, major compliment. Um, I... I feel like maybe I've talked about Pharrell on the show before, mm-hmm. but god damn. Yeah, not Pharrell. enough. <laughs> Man, don't age. Uh, Wait, damn in what ways? Like, just like ways? so, I mean, ways? he's short and he really likes formal shorts on the red carpet, which is a big old problem. <laughs> However, he is so good looking. He's he adorable. Is. Oh, and he has stayed uh, the same, same exact hyperbaric just, chamber since he was 25. Yeah, no, he looks ridiculous. <laughs> he is like 43. Like you could just, he's, I mean, no he shit, look 75. Yeah. Pharrell is yeah. ridiculous. You could go, yeah. But his you, voice, I mean, the things he says are ridiculous. As well. No, everything oh. he says is completely insane. <laughs> yeah. He's like some weird, like, producer Buddha that makes no sense. No, he, he's trying to be <laughs> Rick Rubin, where he's just... Yeah. I know, but he's like, oh, but I had, I could go hiking on the poreless plains of his face. It's just, it's so. That is true. It's unnaturally and naturally smooth. This is, it's yeah. so smooth. Why is it so smooth over there? <laughs> is, is it that is the name money? of our newest segment, Tanya's skin segment? Why is it so smooth over there? <laughs> why? why? Why is it like this? Yeah. Also, just all his accessories, just yeah. everything. About yeah. He rocks just, every Apple time watch. they cut to him, you should just try to look at something else he's wearing because he it's all watch, stupid. Like it the day after necklace. it came out. Not just yeah. one necklace. It was many necklaces. All the yeah. necklaces. Yes, then- many. <laughs> And yeah. then go back and watch him in the video for lap dance because he has a tiny mustache. Oh, he does. And he looks the same. <laughs> and that was like That's 20 years ago. It's like him and Sandra Bullock. They just don't age. Yeah. I would definitely say he's one of my favorite things about the show. Uh, I'll go ne- <laughs> next. My major compliment is for my second favorite thing in the show behind Pharrell, and that is the chairs. I know it's supposed yeah. to be on voice, <laughs> but this show should be called The Chair because those chairs <laughs> are bananas. Uh, I want a, a button that turns your chair around. Uh, yeah, a big red button, and your chair turns a half a turn. But it's got yeah. a, it's, you've got a yeah. desk on it like you're in a high school auditorium thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and they're also, wide like first class. Effect. you got butt room. It's, yeah. it's huge. It's huge. It's tall. Like They could have speakers behind you. And it's also got like the front just has a TV screen that just says, I want you. So when you hit your button, it just your screen says they want you. And then it's got those huge arrows leading from the chair to the stage. It yes. is the most ridiculous Wait. chair. I told you that they used it for a, like a dating show, right? The so same they chairs. Took those, yeah, they took those chairs because after the success of The Voice, they created a dating show with for like celebrities, like B B scrubby scrubby celebrities, and they would bring on a voice, and then the celebrities would want decide whether they wanted to date them based on their voice. 
Oh my and it would spin around. It made no wait, sense. Wait, wait, wait. So did they ask them questions? <laughs> was it like just the Bachelorette, or was it just yeah, like what's your what's That's your perfect date, idea right? of an evening? Or okay. Yeah. So right. was like, the, what, yeah. do you, what do you do with toes? I don't know. Just whatever just, you ask. It's not even that. What the people would come out and they'd basically just talk about how like like they would talk about what they want in a man and who they are. They would try to sell themselves, but they couldn't do it with their like. Yeah, that does sound awful. Body. Mm. It was really bad. It does sound really bad, but if it had <laughs> and those it was chairs, called mellifluous. No, it wasn't. It <laughs> if, was it had, never called it if it had those chairs, I'd watch it because they are star material. It had. Those. <laughs> I want that chair on my team. I want to be that chair's coach. I just like the pull quote from you about this show that would be like four stars for the chairs. <laughs> uh, Chris, it's your turn. Major compliment. <laughs> Oh, um, so my comment is for Wheels Within Wheels. Uh, this this uh, is, a, is a singing competition where the winner gets... You're not I talking about like, the engine uh, on uh, Icebreaker, Snow Smasher? What was that, that uh, train movie? Snowpiercer? Snowpiercer. No. Snowpiercer. No. <laughs> there was Wheels no. Within Wheels in that train. Uh, there were indeed. Uh, but this is more about uh, just the nature of the competition itself. Because uh, it's a singing competition and these people are competing for $100,000 in a record contract. Uh, which is is pretty awesome if they get it. But the coaches are competing for stakes that are incredibly unclear. Uh, So the coaches are basically, they're in this contest where you're on Team Adam or you're on Team Christina, and the coaches are very invested in winning for some reason. Yep. <laughs> and they, to, to my knowledge, I did some extensive internet research today while not working, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and I discovered that they don't win any money if the coach wins. Uh, I think it's just bragging rights, but there are probably some secret bets. Do they, they don't uh, get like the a percentage of that person's record contract? No, oh, no, no, no. No because points. How many people? I guess I'm curious, and this isn't something I think our current clutch of folks could answer, but maybe our listeners could chime in and let us know if there are any voice contestants that have gone on to do something or make something that they really liked. Yeah. Oh. Is that a thing? Because well, really I honestly cause... don't know because I never follow the show. So even if somebody was fresh off the voice, I wouldn't necessarily know that about that. And I, I think that's that. the problem that I've heard with the voice is that it has yet, and please feel free to correct me, uh, listeners, but um, I've heard that it hasn't created a superstar the way that American Idol has. Has yet to hatch a Ruben Stuttered? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> no, I Okay, I was referring it, specifically cr- to Kelly Clarkson. But yeah, yeah, correct me if I'm wrong. I think, I think the, uh, that Idol has failed to launch a superstar since Kelly Clarkson. I thought they... Clay been- Aiken could be relevant one day yeah maybe i but on the other hand they do this thing that is genius where you can buy every performance as a an mp3 on itunes itunes single and it multiplies your the votes if that's the top one that they sell that week it multiplies the votes by 10 it's so smart that's really great but let's uh so those are the compliment first half of the comments let's get into the show Good afternoon, Meat Suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep. We're a good podcast about bad books and movies and TV and all kinds of stuff. Uh, each week, we, we pick a topic or it's selected for us by one of our fabulous sponsors. And we start an interview show, Compliment. That's the compliment sandwich you just heard. I'm Alex Falcone, your host on Twitter at Alex underscore Falcone. Joining me, as always, he is the voice of this show. He's sitting in the best chair. Uh, I would always have him on Team Alex. He's at C. Walter Smith on Twitter in Brooklyn, New York. It's Mr. Chris Smith. Hi, Alex. Uh, you know, I think I'm just a fool for not turning around there. I, I really passed on that opportunity. Uh, but I'm going to go ahead and let you three uh, uh, take that one and, and maybe steal somebody later. I, I, I just, I'm a fool. I mean, why, why didn't I turn around? But, you know, I just didn't. Well, the rules on that are also super unclear. That they, how many like, can they get? How many can I'm they confused. get? 
Is there like what happens if they get too many? Uh, what no, happens they, if they have a set number of team slots among three nights of blind auditions? Oh, they and didn't say there was a if set they number. fill up, they fill up. What if you don't get any? Like, what if people continue to not say yes to Adam Levine? <laughs> <laughs> I think Adam at a certain point has to fill his slots. Oh. But so yeah, that didn't sound good. <laughs> yeah, that does sound gross. Uh, uh, which I have to say, favorite part of the show by far at watching Adam Levine be sad because no one wanted Nobody to be on his team. Oh, I like that yeah, so much. Yeah, he wasn't getting those those folks. And which, for good reason. Why would you be on Adam Levine's team uh, when, yeah, when Pharrell is right there? When Pharrell is right there! <laughs> also joining us, uh, you may know her from her great segment, Why Is It So Smooth Over There? Please welcome that. <laughs> at the Tanya Vest on Twitter, also in Brooklyn, New York, it's Tanya Davis. See what... What you have here is an unusual soul. And what I want to do is I want to take that <laughs> and elevate it and just, you know, really, really vibrate it to a place that, that I don't think America has ever... I think America needs it and they don't even know what they need. You know what I mean? Yeah, what I love about that is that he could be pitching anything. Yes. Morel could yes. be pitching a car, a <laughs> cookie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And yeah, they a buy war? every Anything. time. Yeah. yeah they buy that nonsense every time. Because he looks amazing and he's very famous and he's wearing a lot of necklaces. But he's he's, also, of the he's a mixed media art installation on his own. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. true. He's also the only producer, right? Like the other people are yeah. musicians. He's the only actual hit maker, it seems yeah. like. He's the only one who yeah. can make yeah, other people famous. He has Let's arguably be... the most bona fides of anybody that's ever Let's be clear. Show. He's the only one that shows up in Beyonce's studio during her documentary making of her album talking <laughs> referring to her as and I shit you not cuz Pharrell calls, calls Beyonce cuz I don't think anyone else on this panel can do that Blake no. you cannot get away with that you, you couldn't call her cuz you couldn't call her niece you couldn't get away with any relation I don't think you could even get away with like bae like not no, no none of it no, no. none of it no it's you call Miss her Miss Beyonce and that's it Miss yeah. Mrs. Carter, Mrs. please. All right, Mrs. Carter. Also joining us today, a uh, very special guest in Queens, New York. Please welcome back Lisa. Stop the applause, you abysmal audience. Why can't you figure out how to clap? Uh, you know, that is such a that is such a joke for the people who are in the room. And on TV, the audience that was a little behind the beat, it didn't play at all. Like, you could barely tell because they mic the shit out of the people. Right. Yeah. Adam, so angry at the audience always. He kept chastising them throughout the entire show. We were just like, I know you like to clap when I talk. Can you guys just like settle down and let me finish what I'm saying before you? Yeah, I mean, that is a guy. Like that clap. is privilege for you. That is a guy who's had too much applause in his life. Yeah, yeah. that he didn't deserve. Oh that he can turn Did it. That's, that's a man who's been people's no. sexiest man alive. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's had some he's had some some accolades. accolades. Yeah. <laughs> Well, he did not like that audience. Yeah, no, no, they were they were stroppy. Uh, also, I, you guys, uh, super fun to have you back, Lisa. It's been a little while, and you are—I don't know if you know this—you're one of our top five guests in terms of Ooh. appearances. Top five, yeah, yeah. yeah. Top good, five, good job. Top five. Hey, um, you know, uh, just before we get going with the rest of it, my other favorite audience moment was there was a guy in the crowd in the first episode that we watched who kept saying, "Yeah," um, <laughs> there was. And- <laughs> And they didn't and, kick and, him out. You're, on, you're recording well, they a TV didn't, show. But Throw that my guy other out. favorite thing was that Christina Aguilera, who for all her many faults is a tremendous singer. Mm-hmm. Ridiculous. Um, 
just basically every time he did that, she just pitch matched him perfectly and went, yeah, like right there, like every time just to like shame him. And I thought it was so great. Like, oh, you think you're so special. I mean, seen Christina do impressions of other singers on Jimmy Fallon. Oh, that was, that's golden. Where they do a roulette and they're like, hey, Christina, sing ad jingles as different people. So like sing the Folgers jingle as Cher or sing this Mm -hmm. thing as Britney Spears. It's amazing. Yeah, she's unreal. She's really good. Oh, man. There are layers upon layers in that girl. Talent. She's yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. I mean, actress, obviously, up there <laughs> yeah. in the top few. I would like to not be able to write my name in her face makeup, but other than that, like, I'm, I'm, I'm Team Christina all the way. <laughs> I mean, you Wait, can, so Tanya, you can just not. Skin. Is that what you're saying? Uh, she's just wearing a lot of makeup. She's just wearing what I would consider to be too much makeup. <laughs> Yeah. For somebody who I don't think looks bad under all that, I, like she has good features, I don't, I don't understand why she's she's so heavily caked in there. You're, you're not wrong, Tanya, but I would like to point out that anytime you write your name in someone's face makeup, you did choose to do that. No one's ever making <laughs> you write your name in their makeup. I just, I just feel like if I if I approach you with a with a damp fingertip. <laughs> And attempt to write my name on your face. It shouldn't show up. All right. So the moral hazard of too much makeup aside, Chris, we're talking. Yes. We're going to need you to summarize here in a second. This episode number 291, you guys. Whoa. We've now done as many episodes as the common name for the internationally famous art gallery that was located at 291 Fifth Avenue in New York from 1905 to 1917. Oh. Originally known as Little Galleries of Photo Sessions. Huh. Well, what happened after 1917? Uh, it... it it lost a team challenge. And, uh, uh, lost a duel, straight out. I don't actually you know. know. But the gallery was famous uh, uh, because it uh, was one of the first... Uh, the ex- well, so because it's, it had a lot of exhibitions that helped bring art and photography to the same stature in America as painting and sculpture. That's the main oh, reason cool. why it was famous. Oh, I oh. wish the Tooch had covered the fate of that gallery in his... At the Museum of the City of New York? Yeah, in his peerless tour. Yeah. Well, the Tooch is great, but he only had 20 minutes. And that's, that's fan- he has some limitations. Speaking of things uh, that last 12 years, this week we're talking about <laughs> The <laughs> Voice. It's a long sh- show, you guys. I don't know if you noticed. Oh, my God. There have been 40 hours in season eight alone, and it's not over. It's two yeah. hours, two nights a week. It's a work week. Yeah. Bam. Yeah. Go to is, work. There's a lot of TV coming out of that show. Uh, yeah. I mean, 40 plus hours. I mean, that is ins- like... Uh, the the entirety of Breaking Bad is like fifty eight hours, and this has done forty in one season. So far, so far, it's not even done. Yeah, yeah. it shows no sign, signs of letting up. Um, anyway, uh, we we watched so we watched a handful of episodes of of season eight. None of us, I believe, have seen before that. Right? None of us had actually watched the show before. No, well, I've been chair. I've been told to. You saw the chair, right? Yeah, I knew I, about the chairs. <laughs> you saw the chair on the dating um, show. <laughs> yeah. But so for uh, we'll get to some more of this later. But for if you're expecting us to talk a lot about CeeLo, we didn't get to. Sadly, we are no. We he's not a judge on the CeeLo world. Uh, also, I can, the reason I we're can talk about, about CeeLo though. Is, uh, don't even worry about it. <laughs> we totally can and will. Uh, this is uh, part two of our Mom Month. We discovered that all of our moms have watched the show. I think, except maybe for Tanya. No, my no, mom. Tanya's that's mom is probably my mom the most. doesn't oh, you, normally watch television. But, she loves but the show. is super fan of the show. Oh, awesome! Yeah, it's like that yeah. and NFL. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's my mom for you. Weird. My mom has watched it, and although she claimed that she doesn't really watch it, and then proceeded to tell me about all the reasons why she stopped at various points in different seasons, sounds like you watch it. Sounds like a person <laughs> who watches it. Uh, Lisa, did your mom students, watch The Voice? No, but I asked my students if they watched it, and they're like, no, but I think my mom does. Yeah, it's a <laughs> mom. <laughs> 
Yeah. The Voice, a show. a show for moms. My mom also does this thing. My both of my parents do this thing where they watch TV and then they just do other things. So they like sit down and like my mom will read a book while The Voice is on. Yeah, well, oh, okay. half of it is just listening to pop music covers. Yeah. Right? yeah, and also very little happens over two hours, so you could definitely like peek up and then go back to your work. So she watches yes. it like that. Uh, yes. But uh, Chris, why don't you do this? Uh, why don't you summarize for us today in the style of Earth's least interesting person, Carson Daly? Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. Uh, I was just at a barbecue with Fred Durst. He's not well. <laughs> welcome. Uh, welcome to the Did voice. he break stuff? Was he having a bad day? <laughs> he was having a bad day. <laughs> But uh, he did Poor it all guy. for the nookie. Poor guy. So, and he yeah. knows not everybody has got a body like you. <laughs> I hope he got the nookie after he did all of those things just for that. Oh, I bet he did. And isn't that, isn't the next line of that song, put a cookie up your ass? Isn't that the next thing? Uh, it's been yeah, a little while. like that. It's, it's been a while. It's like I don't need to comment that much. And stick it up your wand. But, isn't uh, that what it is? <laughs> the, Moving on. Okay. The, the voice is. I think is stick a, up your ass. The voice, everybody, is a show on NBC. It's a singing, singing competition. And what makes it super unique among singing competitions are two things. One is that there are blind auditions, the last stage of auditions where they're actually on TV. The judges, where they're selecting people to be on the show, who are called coaches only hear the person's voice before they turn around and commit uh, by turning around they commit to having them on the show and so it's it, these people could be from anywhere a lot of times they're either very young or experienced down on their luck people who've been in the music industry and had a tough go of it um but have beautiful voices or sometimes not um and and then uh you know they turn around and and so there are four coaches uh, and you can be on one of their teams if you're competing on the voice there's christina aguilera there's pharrell there's Blake Shelton, who's a country music guy, and there's Adam Levine of Maroon 5. And so they all have their he, teams. He's Maroon 3 of 5. That's how they keep track of him. Yeah, that's right. He, he's I'm the middle three. Maroon. I, I like that we just revealed our yep. truth, which I is that, that none of us listen to country yep. music. Yep. As soon yep. as you like Blake oh, Shelton. No, I Blake, Blake Shelton. The one we have, have no idea who that is. Yeah. I well, I didn't. Is. Yeah, but he, uh, of the past seven seasons, has won four of them. Uh, with his yeah. coaching, and isn't his, Adam? Yeah, he's Adam. But him and Adam have been there since day one, right? Yeah, the they had actually. Christina was on seasons like one through five, right? And then and, yeah. and, and then, then took a hiatus. Yeah, yeah. took a baby break. Yeah, you guys what? know why he's won though, right? Is because he backs the country music people, and yeah. moms listen to country music. Uh, yes, yeah. And there's also yeah. There's just a huge country music audience yeah. in yeah. in the country. Yeah. And it's the music of the people for that. Like, if you go on and you want to do country music. It's still hard not to pick Pharrell, but you probably pick Blake Shelton. So he's sort <laughs> of a monopoly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Also, let's be clear. The blind auditions are sort of horseshit because though they like are not round, watching, right? the, well, yeah. they're not really watching, but it's, it's not like this is their first audition. The produce, like, it, it's not a coincidence that every person who comes on that show either is a poor farm child or parents just got diagnosed with a terminal illness. These are but well-selected people. But that's part of what people. makes it so mommy, yeah. you know? And it makes a it so mom segment, like oh, it's true. the Olympics, yeah. and, and you're learning the backstory yeah. of everybody and how they trained so hard for Sochi. And, and, yeah. <laughs> and my parents grow <laughs> cantaloupes, and here's a lot of different shots of me holding up cantaloupes. That's my favorite one. Okay, when I'm a cantaloupe girl. 
Listen, yeah. if I want to be emotionally manipulated, which this show is all about doing, Super I want to yes. be emotionally manipulated by a small child holding a cantaloupe. Right, That's yeah. how I want to be <laughs> manipulated. I loved it when she talked about the best dessert, which is like scooping out a bit of the cantaloupe oh. and putting ice cream in there. Oh, that's pretty rad. I like that a lot. So to summarize for I over, our I'll listeners, this, I'm so susceptible to advertising. I almost bought a cantaloupe yesterday. I came very close. <laughs> Megan talked me out of it, but I... Do I not give a, in to big cantaloupe, I, Alex. I Big melon is trying to subvert your tastes. Big melon. <laughs> well, I think it's it's kind of it's kind of bullshit too because I wanted the cantaloupe to put ice cream in it. I don't actually want the cantaloupe. Just buy some ice cream, you guys. Of That's course. the best dessert. Honestly, I was a little suspicious because she said to just put a little bit of ice cream in, and I was like, "That's so weird." Like the ratio of ice cream yeah, to cantaloupe is so jacked. If yeah. you do that, yeah, it's like yeah. I got my tiny bite of ice cream, and now I'm just eating the rest of a cantaloupe. Yeah. Question mark. But no, you want it to be like a taco salad. Eating the bowl is optional. Yes. <laughs> Mostly required <laughs> yeah. um, in a but, taco uh, salad. Uh, so anyway, I just think it's bullshit uh, that so, they make it seem like it's blind the whole way. Yeah. When yeah. it really is. But, well, everyone but is the already last a good round where you're actually auditioning selected. to join the show and to be on a team and to really, yeah. you know, have a chance at this is blind. And so yeah, they pick right, people. Right. And they, um, but they take who, three out of four people. So it's blind auditions after you've already basically made the show. It's more like 50-50. Yeah, 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 it's a less painful audition yeah, process is. than American Idol, which really that first part is always oh, so, like, horrendous. And, well, and, and that's the other thing that I wanted to get into was just that uh, for The Voice, just as a difference, it's not American Idol or X Factor where sometimes it feels like the show exists to ridicule people. As Lisa yeah. said, it's very positive. Yeah. And so they really, the, the judges slash coaches really do take their... Uh, the idea of coaching to heart, and it looks like they do have you know well, sessions with these people to try to. Well, maybe I just want to say one thing to that, which is that the second round is the battle duet round, where the coach trains two people on their team to sing a song together, and then one of them gets fired for it. And sure, that is not in the spirit of duets, and is yeah, also but it's in the spirit of how you train a fighting dog, Alex. I, exactly, you raise that's it on where blood. it feels less nice. Is like the coach is training yeah. both of you, but is going to pick like it's like yeah, but it's not about ridicule. It's about seeing who's the best. It's not about right. embarrassing. No, but people it is. It is about your parents picking one of the two children to keep going with. But yeah, but absolutely. Alex, there's a reason why there is an assignment. Like they're all right. nice on purpose, and also they pick on American Idol just as much as they pick on The Voice. And they yes. on purpose put those people who are bad so that he can ridicule them. That's true. And yeah. so like yeah. what I like about this is that like they didn't want that aspect at all. Yeah. yeah. Really so good they, point. So and that's... they did pick the good ones. And I bet they're even nice to the people that were horrible on the voice. Yes. You know, like that's not yeah. the nature of the yes. show. Well, but that yes. also yeah, made me trust right them the heart less. Of the mom. That made me trust them a little less when somebody would be not great and it, and then they would be like, Oh, it's the best thing I've ever heard. I I I'm sorry I didn't turn around. I'm like, well, now I don't trust you anymore. Maybe I mean, maybe I'm a bad judge of voices. Or they're no, being pleasantly they disingenuous. That there was issues, but they yeah. did. But it's like a baby. There was a baby on stage. There was a baby. <laughs> there's, yeah, at there was them. a there was an actual baby like, on stage. Baby. <laughs> like, baby. For a baby, that's super good. Yeah. You're so pretty, and you should keep trying. That's <laughs> yeah. what they said to that little girl. <laughs> yeah. No, and and uh, in so in my research because I was trying to figure out more about these judges and and mm-hmm. what they win if they win this pointless competition. Right. Nothing. Um, they they've all said that the reason why they keep going back on that thing, uh, the reason why they keep doing that, is because it's positive because they don't come off off as villains. Yeah. Uh, and then they do their best to to make these people as good as they can, and then America votes on which one they like best, and yeah. it's all about the the paid corporate sponsored voting. 
that comes in <laughs> to decide everything. Well, yeah, so wrap with that uh, voting story, Chris. Uh, so you can vote in many ways that are all paid. Uh, you can uh, vote on Sprint's uh, app if you have a Sprint phone. You can buy the iTunes single from Apple. Uh, you can text, I believe, uh, and you can also vote online. And you can uh, and write your favorite uh, selection on the Starbucks cup that was provided to you when you sat down at that <laughs> table. Oh, really? No. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know if you know. They, just, they kept saying. And then hand it, they kept hand it back to your cup. barista and be like, vote for me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and hashtag race matters? <laughs> No. I believe it's race together. Oh, please. race together. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah. So there's the, the voting makes a crap ton of money. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and that's really how this show happens. You can uh, vote on Facebook, too, I think. There's a lot of ways to vote. Also, it's one of those where it's like you can vote up to 10 times, which I it's, it just seems like it's not voting anymore. I don't know. It seems like not how voting is supposed to work. Yeah, but if somebody pays $5 a vote, they just paid 50 bucks yeah. to this oh show. God, and there are 15 crazy. million people who watch the show, I Alex. I know, I know. It's yeah. amazing they haven't produced... They have a share of 10. <laughs> I know. We don't have a share of 10 in bad movie podcasts. No. Wait, well, can we... Wait, did you talk true. about how the coaches, like, once the person... Once once coaches turn around, then the coaches that turned around, like, pitch themselves Oh, that's right. Oh, that's right, that's right. Yeah, so, so there's yeah. this, like, weird... Multiple like, people turn around. choice situation. Yeah, where then the coaches... Are Great. trying to debate their way for your love, so that you pick right. them to fill that slot um, in their team. Which I think is also like it's it's a little bit novel. Like I mean, celebrities are always begging you to love them, but usually it's in a subtle like, "Let me talk about my kid in this interview" kind of way. And yeah. this, it's very like overt. Like this is why this is why I'm great. Yeah, and you and learn it's... that Pharrell has charisma and Adam Levine does not. <laughs> does but not. sometimes Adam Levine can can find a zinger in there. He's sometimes with... he's a little bit funny. Yeah, he can give him charisma, that. But... Well, and he and Blake have a have a bromance that where they you know make fun of each Wait. other and chat. But no, I think Adam Levine and Pharrell have a bromance slash frenemy thing going on because I like, think everybody loves Pharrell. Like, Pharrell, I love you, <laughs> but I hate you, and I need people to love me. Like Adam Levine came off so like insecure. It was so yeah, weird. I, yeah. I could not imagine why it anyone got progressively would pick him. worse. I don't know why anyone would pick him. It just doesn't make any sense. In that in that show, but they do that arguing over each other. It's it sort of reminded me of like uh, of Shark Tank, except they oh. didn't just insult your business right before they told you to go with them. Yes, this is yeah, worthless. Yeah. Wouldn't pay a penny over five dollars. You're never going to succeed. I want thirty percent of it right now. Yeah. I can help. You. Like <laughs> that's really so hard. Nice. It was what, so nice to go, watch like Christina Aguilera just like go up to a young girl and be like, "I love you. You must be with me." And like you yeah. know that that she's their idol and like. That was well. Yeah. I mean, no. Okay. Okay. I knew yeah. I was being, okay. I was being emo- emotionally manipulated, but I actually several times went <gasps> and like. Okay. That yeah. girl is no, don't pick at him. Don't pick at him. Tell that girl is fifteen. That. There's no way Christina Aguilera is her idol. She's never heard of Christina Aguilera. She's that's fifteen. That's not true. No, that's it's not true. true. Even People if only Mulan. on the voice. Hello. People watch Mulan, and she sang that song. That's all you need to know. Well, she's saying the like credits version. Mulan, yeah, which is the song, is your example. Yeah. These girls mm-hmm. have not seen Mulan. They've all like the only they've movie they've seen Mulan. is Frozen. You, Alex? Over and what over and over again. These girls haven't seen. Who Mulan? are you to you say who has them. and has not seen Mulan, <laughs> sir? <laughs> I just think the age range is wrong. Mulan was ninety-eight. We're talking about two thousand birthdays. It's also birthdays. in the Disney canon, yeah, wait, so I feel like it has a different kind of. In- in 95, and when they were little, they were watching Mulan. I'm no, sorry, they were. I, I work with these kids. If they're 15, they were, they were not born in, in, in 95, if they're 15. 
Uh, they would be what? born in two thousand. We're talking about people born in the twenty first century. They are they are not super excited about Christina Aguilera. They well, know, they know they for years also. Yeah, and but they you've watch- also got seventeen year old belters and twenty eight year old belters and yeah, that rock lady. I don't even know what she it's was about. Sweet to watch her fawn over them. And yeah. yes, it's emotionally manipulative completely, but it works. And Here's, it was just it totally weird because I did not expect to like it. And I was sitting there going, oh my God, and don't pick him, don't pick him, like the whole yeah, time. Yeah, no, I was so. in the same boat. I definitely was, was surprised at how... Uh, how invested I became. Yeah. Uh, here's my here's a question why. for you guys. Do you think that the that the uh, the chairs, the blind audition, is that like succeeding at their goal of getting more ugly people into TV singing competitions? No. Is that their goal? Is that their stated yeah. goal? I think well, it is. Right. Yeah. If you're if you're saying no, it's about the quality of you the watch voice. someone and listen to their voice. Now it's just listening to their voice, meaning you don't want to be influenced by how attractive they are. Right. Otherwise, why would you not? Why would it be a problem that you saw them sing? To no, a degree, I, agree. I, think, I think that's kind of what it's saying. Yeah, but I just I don't know that that I don't know that they would agree anymore that that's like their mission statement is like getting more ugly people into singing. But it's like that but it's not seem... just about what they look like, Alex. It's all about like because there's a show there. You can be blinded by a a performance by the way they move, by the way they talk to the audience, by the like they're dancing, all of those things. So the reason why they call it the voice is because it's. All they're judging is just what they hear. Okay, yeah. I would. I just. Craft. I would just say that I cannot be blinded by your dancing. I am pretty able to listen to your voice, even if you're dancing. That's I don't know. Maybe I'm just. Maybe I've got okay. great, great uh, visual blockout abilities, like a horse yeah. with blinders. But maybe, uh-huh. maybe it's just dancing is not that blinding. They're obviously worried about attractiveness. Well, I think it, what it does is it kind of creates that Susan Boyle phenomenon where people, you know, are able to surprise you with the quality of their voice. So, for instance, right. Sawyer, yeah, I mean, I think who's that... done so well on the show, has you know, who has like lady hair and comes from a homeschooled oh, farm yeah. up in upstate New York. Glorious hair. He My has goodness. a freaking amazing voice, mm-hmm. and he is. But it's also not, yeah, and not he, the voice you and would. He's a little expect. weird looking. And it oh, turns there was out, also that cowboy with the very thin mustache. He was, yep. Ugh. Yeah, but from they, West Virginia. Sora had what they call in the show of a sing of a four turn a four chair turn. That's what they call yes. it. Uh-huh. A yes. four chair turn, which meant all of the judges turned. I got way into it right and away. And like three yeah. turned immediately. Yeah. Like and he, Blake yeah, was. he like belted his opening acapella but, like line, and then three of them turned around right away. Which right. the chairs again, props to the chairs because that Huge. that stuff really works. Like I immediately was like, no. wow. But, there, but my point like, is, oh, like, on. Blake, when he turned around, you could physically see that he didn't want to turn around once he saw Sawyer. And that, <laughs> I watched for it because I just, because, and it was bad. Like, Blake he's, went, he's a little bit, re- like, he literally re- made that face and they kept it in. And I was like, okay. That's but a that's lot of what it does. What? Oh, no, that's but, but that's because it's, I mean, he's a different looking. And so, like, Blake made <laughs> yeah. that face, but that's not the point of the show. I, he just has, like, a, he has a, a lot of unusual okay. elements together, but the elements all like if you just take his face on its own, it's he has a great face and he has ridiculous hair. And then like you put it under <laughs> that hat and with those like vests that he seems to like to wear, and it gets mm-hmm. more and more confusing. I would say it's not that he's like it's not like he's Quasimodo, but it's just like what yeah. what happened here? Like why why is all of this stuff happening <laughs> in the same space? When you think pop star, he's, he's not, not ugly. You, you just you look at him and say, "What happened here?" 
yeah no i really like yeah i mean if you didn't know that he was shy and spent a lot of time being homeschooled on a farm you you would think like why does his stylist think this is the way to go yeah somebody had a lot of fun in the character creator at rock band (laughs) (laughs) and they were and they they named it homeschooled kid because i think it's pretty obvious that's what he's so shy yeah Yeah. Uh, it just depends on the so killer voice though killer. let's talk a little bit more about the format actually because the format of the show is bananas and so the first like <laughs> so, it's like all of my hates is the format i well let's let's Which, do them now so it's uh we've we've transitioned into sort of our hates i guess yeah why not? we're in we're still in our long explanation but so the first thing blind audition then they then there's the arguing over who gets picked uh who, which which coach you get um and the the negotiating and oh, and if no one turns around, you're off the show. Yeah, then you go home, and your yeah. parents cry in the other room. Um, Except that it's nice because they're always really nice. They are, and but your a parents lot are of still them, crying. They actually, yeah, because usually, okay, so the people who don't make the show are typically babies. Uh-huh. It's usually like babies who who are placed on stage in their Moses baskets, and then they get told <laughs> that it's not their time yet. Mm-hmm. But usually, they're also told like come back later, like try, like you yeah. know, you know, grow up, learn to walk, and then come back. Right. Yeah. So that's <laughs> cool. soon you will lead all of Egypt. <laughs> cantaloupe, cantaloupe girl was like that little cantaloupe girl Can, so, yeah. so cantaloupe girl is a great example so okay so the auditions are blind auditions for the judges but yes. uh i was watching this with headphones on my computer and my wife megan was watching it from the couch so she was doing deaf auditions mm. and <laughs> she followed that whole story she was like it's so sad that the cantaloupe girl didn't get picked her family was so upset like you could still see the plot you could tell that they liked her, but she wasn't ready. Like, she just could tell the whole story. There's, yeah. I mean, I think there are a lot of shows you could watch where it would tell the whole story without sound. Yeah. Law and I, Order. <laughs> did you say Law and Order? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true, actually. I don't know. No, because then what do you, like... Look, joggers found a body. Okay. The well, cops showed Jerry, up. Jerry Orbach got that hot dog in the end, and... <laughs> no, but, but Jack McCoy made a really tough call room. that almost got him fired uh, because of uh, he wanted to do the moral thing. That part, you need vocals. You need the audio for that. Well, for some of the context, sure, but just for the reactions, I think you're okay. That's fine. <laughs> yeah. I, like, anyway. Days later, she kept talking about it. She was like, Cantaloupe's dad was so sad about it. Cantaloupe's dad. Well, and he, he you know, they're from small town her. Arizona. They got flown out for it. And they're like, please turn around. Someone turn around for my daughter. You know, and it's, yeah, yeah, it's, they, it's hard. And the then wasn't it Blake from the next who was room. like, sorry, I meant to. Yeah, yeah Blake's <laughs> excuse was Blake often tied the- to like I didn't realize I only had this many seconds. Blake so has like- the most disingenuous excuses, like I meant to, or I ran out of time. Or Sir, like, it's yeah. your eighth season on the show. Yeah, yeah they're like this bathroom stall wouldn't open, and I got stuck. You, you have one button. It's either push it or don't push it. It's, it's yeah, pretty yeah. easy. Those aren't the most disingenuous excuses because his excuse could be like I just couldn't figure out the chair. It's very complicated. <laughs> that would be worse. Yeah, but that's kind of what he was saying. He's like, yeah. I forgot. To well, push but it, the button. Yeah. about or maybe he did one job, sir. One job. I have a theory. I have a theory, and that the tapings for this show must go on for twenty-seven hours. Oh, no straight. kidding! I'm sure. Oh, yeah. I mean, if you look at how many different beverages the coaches have in their <laughs> cup holders, all which Starbucks. I did, but yeah, all, mm-hmm. all Starbucks branded or uh, the uh, Ethos water, which, which is owned by Starbucks. Yeah, which is Starbucks too. Yeah. Yeah, um, it used to be bottled but, in California, but they stopped because California has no water left. Yeah. So everyone was like, "Stop stealing water from there!" Yeah, <laughs> to sell it in an airport but, in New York. 
<laughs> anyway, you just look and like the you know they're pissed at the crowd. Like there are all these signs that just point to this was a really long taping, and these Wait, two hours on TV were only. Sorry, they're they they are all not pissed. There's only one piss. No, they're yeah. okay. <laughs> no, I thought they were yeah. all grumbling at the, at the crowd, and Adam Levine was the only one who said something. useless. Fourth judge Adam fun. Levine was pissed. I think. <laughs> yeah. So okay, so that's uh, the first round, and it's really weird, and it goes on for a long time. And then the second round it was is two the... hours, and there were two others just like it. There are six hours of TV for so blind long, auditions. So Do you know long. how many insurance ads that is? Yeah. Oh, oh my God. God. I was watching on Hulu, and they only have three spots. Like, they can only get three ads, so it's just the same three over and over and over again. Ugh. But yeah, so you get super familiar with the benefits of that yogurt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then, then they go into competitive duels, which is... Which vi- we... We didn't see it. I watched one of those because right. I just We only have to, to assume that one, two men enter, one man leaves, I was, right? I was pretty so interested in those duels. I watched the competitive they, uh, yeah, duels. They get to- Here's the, <laughs> they I, I watched one episode because I was curious. Here's what happens in competitive duels. They pick a song for you two, for you guys. It's like, here, here's a song that you two on have to go On the same sing. team? Yeah, on the same team. So, yeah, so Pharrell is like, I pit two of my people against each other in a team challenge, and I give you the song, which, like, one of them was like, they gave a song that one guy had been doing for 20 years and the other person had never seen, and they kept saying to the guy who lost, like, you did a really great job for having never seen that, but, of course, <laughs> I picked the guy who had been doing it better. Um, so, then they, <laughs> but, so then they perform, and then the, then the coach chooses one member to keep. But after they've chosen somebody to eliminate, the other judges, if they want, can press their chair button, which this time doesn't spin them around, but steals that person onto their team. Okay. Oh. So there's two things so that happen about that. that's how you acquire people. There's two things that are weird about that. Number one is that it seems almost impossible to get eliminated from this show, and that's why it's so goddamn long, is because there's a lot of saves. I'm confused. How could they steal it if, if they have to have five on their team? Does that mean they get rid of... They just say I, I don't. I don't know the numbers. I don't know if they've already lost one and so they have room on their bench, or they. Like, I, I, don't know. I read it and it said they had to have five at the end, but they had to steal them. And I'm like, okay, but if you have five and then you steal that. someone, that yeah. makes six. I don't get it. I, but so it, that's just another chance of getting not kicked off the show. There's also the mm-hmm. instant saves later on when the audience can vote you back on after you've lost a head-to-head competition. Um, but the uh, the duel. The other thing that's weird about the duels. Is that because of the steal, there's this awkward 10 seconds where no one presses their button and they just kind of like have, because it's mean, like, and now. But that's just like how somebody can sing an entire song and no one ever turns around. Yeah, and it's a little awkward. A little awkward. Where's so they're the just baby? like, and now, but don't worry, Brenda's up for stealing. Yeah. Anybody want to steal Brenda? No one wants I'm Brenda. Just, okay. Bueller, anyone? <laughs> yeah. I'm just realizing that what adds significantly to the length of the first chunk of the show is that you sing your entire song no matter what. Yep. Like even if all four judges turn around, like unlike on American Idol where like you can like choke out the first couple words mm-hmm. of like a prayer and then everybody's like shut up. <laughs> like on this like you make it all the way to the end, even if you don't get picked. Well, so, oh, so wait, so if they you sing like they half, cut the song, it down, yeah. no, there's like a there's yeah. like a point at which like the band dies out. Oh, well, that's actually really good because otherwise or at the you end could of the just chorus, you, like it's not just like out of nowhere. It's good because otherwise you could get picked for the show and then just filibuster by picking like Rock Lobster or something. And <laughs> all 18 <laughs> minutes, including the, just yeah. the repetitive. Yeah. <laughs> you just warble. Rock lobster. <laughs> you warble through Rapper's Delight. Yeah, exactly. No yeah. one is turning around their chair, but they just have to listen to the entirety of Rapper's Delight. Yeah. 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 Can you imagine somebody trying, because it's a vocal show-off show, so they pick otherwise good songs and then just do vocal runs all the way through them. Yeah. So if somebody was trying to do vocal runs through Rapper's Delight, <laughs> or just like any Michael Jackson song, like, because that girl, we, we watched, uh, she, she sang Michael Dirty Jackson. Diana. Yeah. 
she could barely get through that Michael Jackson song because you know Michael doesn't like go like yeah he doesn't he doesn't vibrato like, every uh, note in every stanza yeah, yeah. fortunately no one does that normally I, did not like that. I, I think it's to the show's credit that you get a full song though because it does make it seem more like it's about the songs although the choices are kind of strange and and like so after the duets then you go into the whatever the last that big the big round the elimination rounds are where knockouts. the yeah. knockouts where you sing a production song. So the band is on stage, mm-hmm. you're moving around, they have like s- lights and effects and like it's it's a very thoroughly produced song that you get to do there before you get eliminated. There's a, yeah, there's a good chance you'll climb a staircase and then come back down the staircase. <laughs> <laughs> I heard they have 600 employees on this show. I believe like NBC. Really? Like it's it's hu- such a huge production. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I do. Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, when you were talking about all the ways you can, like, make money on this show and the fact that they put it on iTunes right away, I just totally was thinking about the lawyers involved oh. and all of the copyright mm. stuff oh, that yeah. you copyright do lawyers. and how fast that has to be done. Yeah. And I was like, oh, my God, they must have – they must – employ so many lawyers and paralegals. Well, but that's good because yeah. it's been a really tough job market for lawyers recently. <laughs> you know? They, it, it actually has. It has, yeah. There's uh, all these but if school. I know the, lawyer, no, I the legal seriously. market, there's they have like five graduates. lawyers and one very harried paralegal. Well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's how that works. Oh. Uh, I also I also accidentally watched part of a results show, which is terrible TV. So that's when they do an entire episode with no new in, no new singing. It's like, or they have like the judges or guests will come on. Uh, oh, it's yeah. just like recaps, but it's just on it's recaps, just recaps, recaps, and then yeah. after twenty minutes they'll eliminate one person. Except oh, there's the instant save. Where people can vote again to keep you on the show. It lasts forever. Because it's, it's long. It's so long. It's so long. Yes. And but it's I after think... the mama money. It's after all the mommy money. And yeah. it's just mm-hmm. really, really long. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot, but I feel like this is what makes it so good for moms is like it's you know, there's just this emphasis on everybody is somebody's kid and everybody yeah. like, you know, mm-hmm. like everybody gets a really good chance and the feedback is always like really warm and supportive. Like it's just like, you yeah. know, if you were um if you're like thinking of like your kid going off to like be on some reality show, like this is the reality show you want your yes, kid to be on. Totally. You don't want for them going sure. on the real world and like getting vomited on in a hot tub while they're unconscious. Like you want them to go to the voice <laughs> and get like a hug from Adam Levine. <laughs> <laughs> Snakes, haters, and I made myself so easy to love. Yeah. Yeah. Greetings. I am the Internet's Meatbot. You might know me from such great work as this podcast, as well as File Not Found Error 401. And I'm Old Timey Prospector. You probably think it's easy fighting the evil vegetarians here in Meatburg, but it's not. No, it is not. Temptation lies around every corner. It would be so easy to slide over to the dark side. So sit back and let us tell you about a recent arrival and the difficult trial she underwent just to get to Meat Castle. And now, another episode of Crisis in Meatburg, brought to you by our newest meat buddy, Holly Norris. Join Holly and fight evil with a small monthly donation to the podcast. Go to read-weep.com slash meatbuddies. Hello? Huh. I was expecting more of a welcoming committee. I guess it's just me alone in a meat field with my fiddle. We should say up at the top that we're very, very sorry that we weren't there to meet her. We were busy. We were playing Clash of Clans. Yeah, our bad. Anyway, somebody else was there to meet Holly when she arrived. Somebody unsavory. Psst. 
Over here. Ah, the devil. Yes, tell me about it. Listen, you're probably headed to Meatburg. But have you considered maybe joining Viscount Veggie instead? No, I have no interest in joining your evil vegetarian organization. <sighs> Are you sure? Yep. So... So... I'm just gonna go. Wait! Okay, I'm going to level with you. The Viscount hired me as his new head of recruiting, and I'm in a bind. You see... I'm way behind on my quota for the month. I'm ready to make a deal. So what's it going to take to get you onto the Viscount's team? There's nothing. I don't want anything you have. I already got so much extra money, I'm just giving it away to a podcast. Well, how's your love life? Great. I'm married to my high school sweetheart, Chuck Norris. Hmm. Uh, hobbies? Are you artistically satisfied? Yep, I spend my free time being the greatest fiddle player of all time. I really don't need anything else. Ah, you've given me an idea. Holly Norris, I challenge you to a fiddle-off. If you win, I'll give you a fiddle made of gold. But if you lose, you have to join Viscount Veggie's Vicious Vegetarians. I no. Oh, well, Holly Norris knew it was a bad idea gambling against the devil and whatnot. Or even talking to a salesman this long. You do not have to speak to them. They are not really people. But Holly had never backed down from a challenge before. And truth be told, she was kind of cocky. My name's Holly, and it might be a sin, but I'll take your bet, and you're gonna regret it, because I'm the best that's ever been. Holly, rosin up your bow and play your fiddle hard. Because hell's broke loose in Meatburg, and the devil deals it hard. Are you ready for this? Oh, lay it on me. Pretty good. Pretty good. Now, I'll just assemble my demon band and... uh, What? You don't get a band. This is a solo contest. Fine. I'll just need my special fiddle. That looks like a Bluetooth speaker. Are you just going to play somebody else's fiddling? No, of course not. Stop cheating, the devil. Fine. Fine. You want to do this? I can handle it because I'm the fucking devil. Here goes nothing. Oh, that was just me, um, tuning up. Here I go for real. This is ridiculous. I thought it would be a real competition. You don't even know how to fiddle. I don't appreciate the tone here, Holly. I've got to do hundreds of these every week. Yesterday I played a grandmaster for a golden chess set. Poked like a million holes in his Sicilian defense, though. So... I haven't been keeping up with my fiddle lessons. So what? The Sicilian isn't even that strong. Oh, come on. I had to challenge Kobayashi to a golden hot dog eating contest. I've got a lot of souls to win for the Viscount. Whatever. I don't even want your golden fiddle now. I take no pride in beating an amateur. I'm Holly Norris. 
fiddle champion of Meatburg. Holly made the right choice, not taking the fiddle. Yeah, it was actually just a, it just painted to look gold, but was clearly a cheap fiddle he found at the thrift store. But she did learn a valuable lesson that day. The devil is a dickhead. Super dick, that guy. It's been fun, Holly. Enjoy Meatburg. Now, if you'll excuse me, I've got a pair of golden rollerblades to compete for with this guy in Vancouver. They still do that up there, apparently. Weird. The best way to stick it to the devil is by supporting your favorite podcast. Go to read-weed.com slash meat buddies and join the fight against mediocre fiddle battles. I told you once, you son of a bitch, I'm the best there's ever been. It's now time for our regular segment, Top 5. Top 5. Top 5. Top 5. So this is where we told everybody that we were watching The Voice this week, and we had put out the call for questions and comments. What did you? What's the one thing you wanted us to talk about? Picked our favorite five, and here they are in no particular order. Number one, Michael. It's weird to say no particular order and then number. In no particular order, Michael on Facebook First. says, As much as I like his solo stuff, seeing CeeLo just makes me wish Gnarls Barkley was still a thing. And ex- uh, So I guess... What I mean, why, why I bring that up is because even though we did not get to see CeeLo on this episode, maybe we can talk about him versus Pharrell or also just about how fun Gnarls Nar- Barkley was. Yeah, Gnarls Barkley was fun. That's a fun project for <laughs> sure. Yeah. But, I, I, wouldn't, uh, I, like, I wouldn't give it up. I like Pharrell. I, I haven't seen CeeLo be a judge, but I mean, if you want a sincere fortune cookie, you, you got it in Pharrell. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. That, Why that is he a fortune cookie? Is a sin- because <laughs> he, he talks like a fortune cookie. That's a really added, that's a super accurate comparison. I guess that's yeah, true. Yeah, good that's, point. He yeah. said, "Okay, by the way, I wrote one of them down." He said, "You are you are not normal. You are not regular. You are other." Which by the way, don't <sighs> yeah. on a t-shirt because like Calling someone other yeah. generally is not cool. There's some bad news like there. Somebody didn't way. take his alternative voices <laughs> credits very seriously. <laughs> but he says it in a way that's like, like I just gave you the best compliment ever. Right. <laughs> yeah, he says like, it in such a way that you kind of don't really know what he's saying. The, yes. They're, I mean, the interplay between the judges is, is easily one of the best parts of the show because they are all pretty interesting. Like... Uh, I especially like when Blake Shelton is destroying Adam Levine for saying things. Like Adam said, yeah. like... Uh, Oh, he was like, I want us to win this together. And Blake Shelton's like, if you win, the victory's all yours. Which is like, it doesn't mean anything, but it was still like, <laughs> no, take that, Adam, nothing. you're a dickhead. Yeah. I hate you. Yeah. And they also show the tweets between them that are happening live as the show is going on, just yeah. like taunting each other. Yeah. Oh, I was seeing, Which I, I really did enjoy. Were they good? I was sitting too far, far back from my computer and I couldn't see them. Oh, yeah. They were <laughs> just like... Like, what Pharrell says, Christina, every time, is like, oh, my God, that was so deep. Like, every time she goes, uh, yeah, that was so deep. And I'm like, she said never nothing. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, I want Christina yelling deeper, deeper, deeper. It's plenty deeper. Hmm. Right now. Nope, okay. too far. I thought right. that might be a problem. Nope. All right. Uh, <laughs> continuing on in no particular order. Number two, Grace on Facebook. Please discuss the differences between Christina and ex-Tina. I ask I think, this because I do not know the differences. This is oh, Extina. That's the dirty era, Christina, right? Oh, so that's yeah. like Extina. She like, like went on hiatus and came back in chaps. Yeah, chaps oh. and like oh. poofy hair. Yeah. Was it good? Yeah. Or no, no, that was post poofy hair. She was that was greasy hair. Was that good? Was it but, good? No. Well, 
Well, there was a poofy hair. Okay, there's a cutaway in What a Girl Wants where she has poofy hair. Mm -hmm. And then she disappears for like, I don't know, maybe the better part of a year or something like that. And then comes back as dirty. And and then she has poofy hair like all the time. Extina, they they do mention this in the first episode. Like, oh, are we do it? Do we have Christina or do we have Extina? And I think Extina is her her sassy. Yeah, that's her Sasha Fierce. That's her sassy personality that she is given a name and a recording contract. Although, actually, that's interesting because Sasha Fierce happened after Extina. That's true. So you could say that it's based on Christina Aguilera's alternate personality. I don't think Beyonce would say that. I don't think she would either. I guess it's not nice to base anything on someone in chaps without pants underneath. All right, so we're going to have to talk about Extina. So So Extina is also her Twitter and Instagram handle. And her yeah. Instagram is bananas. Uh, let's. We should all check oh, out Xtina no on Instagram. Oh shit! So it's for, what are we like? Ten pictures in a row are just her wearing different things, sitting in the great the giant swivel chair. But then, if you accidentally scroll down, there's a picture of her pregnant and naked. Uh, oh and yeah, that surprising. well, that's something that she did for press reasons. I feel that wasn't sure, like just, just for a picture Instagram. of her baby. I mean, that's. She just has. I was anyone else mesmerized by all her different hair choices? No. Yeah, I kept looking at her hair choices and her. She had some clothing choices that were interesting. I thought. I'm not sure how the getting dressed process is being decided, but it's definitely fascinating. Mm. (laughs) I didn't really look at her. I just thought she was like, she had all this maternalness towards the her. The trainee, what do you call them? Contestants? She was trainees. I, <laughs> trainees? Just some on-the-job training with Pharrell and yeah. X-Tina. <laughs> but, like, so she, I feel like she was, generally, I loved everything she was saying, and she was, like, my favorite. And then she would call Pharrell, like, really wise, and I'd get confused. Well, sure. So. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't we all? Well, yeah, I was not looking at what she was look- wearing. Yeah, I would say that easily 75% of her Instagram feed is just pictures of her on the set of The Voice. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it was start, like, her earliest post is from uh, 2013, so this is all voice era yeah. Christina. I, yep. I'm going to recommend it. I'm putting her in my Instagram. It's, now it's just, it's 40 celebrity dogs and Christina Aguilera. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, the, it's, all of the styling is really questionable here. I, oh, right. That is weird. Finally, it took me a long time to load. And she is <laughs> she is contoured within an inch of her life know, at I, all times. I would like to uh, just take this chance to prop up celebrity dogs on Instagram. Really is fun. <laughs> I'm for it. <laughs> I really like menswear dog. And, uh, of course, uh, uh, Marutaru. Is that the... Yeah, he's pretty great. And then uh, Marley... Anyway, there's so many good celebrity dogs. <laughs> I also really like Three Corgis, which is just a family that has three corgis, and they just, like, wrestle. Oh, nice. Oh, I follow okay. uh, Ksenia Roche's, uh, I don't know, what do you want to call it, doggy stepsister? Her mom's dog, Yorkie Miko. Ooh. Pretty good. I'm yeah. checking that out now. I, can, I got room for one more. Uh, all right. Uh, number three, in no particular order, Dave on Facebook said, with so many reality shows out there that are just competitions where the prize is essentially a job, like the voices you get a recording contract, what profession would you like to see as a competition show? I've thought about this for a long time, and mm-hmm. it's plumber. It's yeah. plumber because huh. there'd be so many good poop jokes the entire time. And there would as be. we know, that's true. That, that those don't go get old at all. They're always funny. Yeah, and, like plumbing is like really difficult. And I'm just trying to underrated. figure out. I'm. I think I'm with you. I'm trying to figure out how the blind audition step works. 
Well, it's just, uh, you know, it, maybe it's a time <laughs> challenge to restore the flow or something. And then, yeah. No, no, I think it's like well, they you have just... to use the toilet. You they have hear to use the, the toilet. S- they don't know who used it. Oh, the same, the big chair with the button is a toilet. It's just a turning <laughs> toilet. Oh, they all sit on their own thrones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a different Game of Thrones. Yeah. Oh, uh, I get it. Um, I'm yeah, I think sorry. plumber or just some job like, you know, America's sexiest coal miner, where it's just oh, people, just <laughs> a bunch of people coughing from the lung disease they have. Yeah, and like, okay, you win that coal mining contract. You gotta go down. That's. I mean, you know, it is there. It is hard to find a job if you're a coal miner right now. The industry's been cut way back, so they would like a, a contract. I, you know, I've watched a lot of uh, way to bring us back down to earth, Falcone. <laughs> Frankly, I would watch. I would even just watch an expanded version of The Voice, where we watch like all the like set designers and like production wow. people figure sure. out like like the decision making process behind putting each of the band members in their own weird little circular like cubbies. Cubbies I mean, that in that one performance. Decision, so I would love to see who was, was responsible so, for it. Yeah, it's fascinating, but I just want to see the harried people that have to make those kinds of decisions. Totally. I, I like, mean, oh, I, I don't know. Just put them all in boxes. Do it. Just go. I would love to see that. I mean, I always want to know more about what's actually happening in these shows. I, I feel like oh, every reality show thinks that it's better if they hide stuff that would actually make the show more yeah. interesting. But it's not true. And also, having recently like worked on a, like a very different kind of video set, like just thinking about how frequently that poor cantaloupe girl had to like stop and hold the cantaloupe up again Uh and smile and then stop and try again and like bigger smile this time chin down (laughs) (laughs) like no this time your 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 middle finger was too exposed on the cantaloupe can you hold your fingers a little closer (laughs) together (laughs) i have a friend who was on shark tank not too long ago and they uh he had a lot of fun things to say about the process of like like those doors at the beginning of shark tank that you're like they're big dramatic doors is just a pa and pulling a rope because it's not really built into a wall it's just a little piece sure. of set of not. and it's not a working door so it's just some pas like they're like and go doors and he's gonna go <laughs> and pull the door as fast as he can. <laughs> yeah well because of the doors open in a janky way it's really distracting yeah and, and so like this like gets... grand moment where it's like the doors and then if the doors are like like, yeah, so then they have to not reshoot the doors six times. I it's really fun. I would love to see more about that. So we decided on the meta show competition to become on a reality show competition. Yes. So build yes, the best so. reality show. Yeah. I would also love to see a show to judge. Like all these judges, I don't know how they get picked. It's like an honorary diploma. Like I would love to see a show where you have to like show off your judging. And then I think it's about like some weird alchemy of like charisma and like clout score resume. and like up for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like <laughs> took, has space in their schedule. Yeah, yeah. Uh, also, I yeah for any Extina historians, I don't even know what you call Christina historians out there. I just want to like make I want to clarify something I said about her hair because her hair and dirty is actually not that big, but it is streaked with black, which is disturbing. Yeah. Um, oh. And wait, her so other big hair moment is definitely her it's, part wait. in the Lady Marmalade video. Okay, yeah, the Moulin Rouge oh, yeah. hair, the Moulin Rouge so, Lady Marmalade cover. I want to get this it's out. Very important. So if you if you are blonde <laughs> and you have black streaks instead of highlighted, you're redacted. Haha. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. No, that was so better than that got credit for. People at home are loving that Slow joke. Slow clap. Yeah. Paralegals, yeah. uh, you're harried, but you're loving it. Number four. You're loving it. Number four. Top unless five. you have black streaked hair, in which case I respect your choices. I just It's just not for me. That's okay. This is kind of a similar question, but different. Katrina on Facebook said, if you had to go on a reality show that already exists, which show would it be and what talent would you be trying to win the prize with? 
uh, Legends of the Hidden Temple. Oh, because shit! Because I'm great at talking to Olmec. Oh, shit! I am I was, great. I was just going to say, I don't do reality TV, but I would hella do Legends of the Hidden Temple. Oh, my God. Oh, it I looks so it. hard. I've heard about how hard it was. Yeah. And, and how much... Oh, Guts would be good, too. Yeah. Guts, uh, which is uh, Baby American Gladiators. Yep. <laughs> and uh, there's that one. I'm just trying to think about, like, I think most of the reality shows I'd go on are kids' reality shows. Yeah. yeah. 90s Nickelodeon reality shows. Yep. I, yeah. I would like to get uh, gacked or whatever they'd I'd like to have <laughs> that happen. Yeah. Um, I mean, I wish that I was good enough to be on, uh, like, all of the Food Network ones. Yeah. Oh sure. Oh sure. Like, like I, secret like, skills. I totally want to be on the next Food Network star. I like. Or or who says you have to be the star? The Frankly, I would taste the food on Iron Chef. Oh yeah, Iron <laughs> I, Iron Chef judge. I want. I mean, I want to be a judge on any show so yeah. bad. Yeah. Like, that is on my like. I have a list of like. I want to be. I want to get an honorary doctorate. I want to uh, announce a yeah. parade. I want to be a judge on a reality <laughs> show. Yeah. At Gail Simmons, <laughs> yeah. I want your job. I'm with you. I want to be your buddy. Oh, that's true. I want to be friends with Gail Simmons. Oh, so much. But uh, yeah, I'm going to throw my high school self a bone and say that I would have loved to be in the Seattle season of the real world, even though I was too young. Wow. What would you Because do Our Lady of the Soft Skills over too. here really <laughs> thought that I would have been like super charming on that show. All right. And that was before it got super weird. But I wasn't good. Look- I wasn't crazy enough or good looking enough to be on the real world. Or so. legally old enough. Uh, or legally old enough. And so fine. <laughs> lastly, you guys got to wrap it up. Marissa on Facebook says, please discuss the perfection of the Sesame Street spoof of The Voice, which I watched... I wouldn't yeah. say perfection. Yeah. It's definitely teaching small children what a voice is. Yep. That's true. But uh, it did make fun of, it made fun of how much they love everything. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because yeah. they love everything. Yes. Like, I, did, I did enjoy exactly. that. I like yes. that he got hit by the chairs every time they turned around. Yeah. I enjoyed that. Uh, I also enjoyed the Sesame Street parody of Game of Thrones, which I thought well, was very Well, that's nothing to do with this. No, no I'm no, just saying actually, in terms no, of Sesame I Street, say, Street I was parodies. hoping this could be used to uh, expand into a discussion of Sesame Street's getting more into the YouTube spoof game. They're they really are definitely recently. spoofing a lot of adult popular shows. Which, and but, yeah, fine. I mean, I think they've always done that. They've though. always had a hint of that, but it does feel like they've gone hard to the hoop recently because it's yeah. everywhere on YouTube now. They're they making did well. Mad Men. Yeah. They did. It was weird. But I think it's just, I mean, but at the same time, I feel like it's always a vehicle for kids to understand what they are getting snippets of it, via their parents. It totally yes. is, which is why yeah. I'm frustrated when I watch one when somebody's like, this spoof is hilarious. And it's like, well, it was almost. And then they had to teach a lesson to three-year-olds. And so, yeah, they're not exactly Sesame telling Street. the toddlers that <laughs> Betty Draper's sad because of divorce and that depression <laughs> is a disease. I understand that that's what the show's about. That's just why I am not watching Sesame Street normally. And so when it gets shared as a like amazing Game of Thrones parody. I'm like, yeah, it doesn't seem like it's that amazing of a parody. It's cool that well, they did it, but it's all novelty. Yeah, I guess if you're watching it yeah. over the head of your like child and like oh, dealing yeah. with your... It'd be delightful. Your... Yeah, then yeah. You'd, be, you'd be thoroughly delighted. And that's one of the things that they've always done really well is like been entertaining for the adults in the background. Yeah. yeah. But also, I'll... go ahead. they're Muppets and Muppets yeah. are great. Yeah, that's, yeah you, I really never. Are you guys, Alex, it's not have, any more thought than that. Have Muppets you guys seen great. the trailer for the new Muppets uh, primetime show? Nope they have a no. they have a sitcom. There's a Muppets sitcom yeah, coming out. Yeah. Really? Yeah, I did. I saw. Yeah, I saw a lot of buzz around that via the upfronts. But that it, was that was. They all. just released Ooh. a trailer today, I think, and it was uh, it was pretty fun. I don't know. It's all right. Cool. 
Cool. Yeah, it's good. Uh, my favorite parody. Sorry, just nope. to. Uh, to Wrap it bring up. us back uh, to the voices. My favorite parody of a show like The Voice is from Thirty Rock, where they had a parody Island? called oh, America's, America's Kids, Kids Got, Got Singing, singing <laughs> where they had to sing. NBC only had the money to have little kids sing songs only in the public, in the public domain. domain. Oh, that was good. That was. And good. actually, I couldn't help but think of it because we we saw Megan Lindsay sing Amazing Grace on this show, right. and she sang it oh, quite right. well. Mm-hmm. But um, it was because her mom likes it. Well, it's her mom's favorite song, right? And, uh, and this is a show for moms, so they really made a big deal out of moms. Day, yeah, yeah, they got in there on moms. Uh, they got, singing. which is not what it sounds like. <laughs> they're, they're all in on moms. Yeah, all up in the moms. All right, you guys. It was that's the only top time f- Carson Daly talked. Like, was to talk to the moms. That was the only purpose that he had. He's worthless. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's so yeah. Stupid. Why Carson Daly feels like he could barely be there. And in fact, Chris and I were watching the opening episode and it was probably 15 or 20 minutes in and they like quickly showed a shot of the family and Chris is like wait is Carson Daly there? Carson Daly <laughs> yeah. is like we paused. It's, it's like yeah, he's and guarding like back, the family yeah. to keep them from leaving. That seems like his old, his job is <laughs> yeah. like we can't leave them alone they'll steal shit. That's what well, Carson yeah, is. They won't, they won't speak their thoughts the way that they would if I'm prompting them. It's, yeah. 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 Uh, all right. That's top five, you guys. That's the game of top five. Top uh, five. If you want to play along, go to Facebook.com slash Read and Weep or on Twitter at Read underscore Weep and tell us the one thing you'd like us to discuss. We're going to be doing a live top five this weekend as part of our live show. So be on. Live top yeah. five. It'll be, we'll be so taking- you only have a couple days till this when this comes out or like a day, this, right? You'll have, to- you'll have two days, Friday and Saturday, all day Thursday and then Friday, Saturday. Uh, half of Saturday. Prepare yourself. Be ready because the live show is this weekend, one thirty p.m. Pacific Standard Time on Saturday, the sixth. On the internet, read-weep.com/live. You can watch oh, along. It'll be watch streaming along. live. Look at our faces as they move and make sounds with our mouths oh, like, and the stuff. Like the we get to watch. Yeah, just think if yeah. if our listeners could chime in and and have comments in a chat room and win and prizes. Deal. We're gonna yeah. give away. I can see Tanya's lips right now. That's what they can see. We're gonna have yeah. Yeah. see true. my lip color and your plants. It's gonna be yeah, yeah. and uh, at our our technical engineer Scott's gonna be there running the chat, moderating the chat again. It's gonna be so much fun, and we are going to be giving away a prize. We're gonna be playing the game of what is Ezra eating again, uh, oh, and classic. classic game. And the winner will get a free sponsorship. So we're gonna be announcing the winners of our sponsorship lottery, and then there's a contest to win a sponsorship. If you have already applied for a sponsorship and you win that prize. It's free, $125 value. That is a good prize. Yeah. Wow, it's up to that much? You guys are awesome. <laughs> Loop. <laughs> 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 All right, uh, it's time for the uh, second half of our compliment sandwich. We're going in reverse order. Chris, what is your minor compliment and the last nice thing you'll ever have to say about The Voice? I love that they have a live band uh, oh, for yes. a lot of this stuff. Yes, I yes, love yes. a live band backing. I love, I mean, those are excellent musicians who just learned those charts probably that day. You might even be reading them are... off an iPad as they play. <laughs> that is but like that guitar player at the beginning was like shredding yeah. and they were just they were doing a lot and I love a live band and I love that they're employing live uh, studio working studio music, musicians to get this 100% that actually great. perfectly ties into my minor compliment which is for a specific member of the live band which is the guitar guy yeah! on a giant piston so there's yeah. a guy playing the guitar and he's just standing there but then the circle he's standing on slowly raises and then slowly lowers during the song. So at one point it's he's as playing dramatic as a guitar. He's playing guitar <laughs> at your level, and then he's playing guitar eight feet above you, and then he's playing guitar back at your level. Yeah, if you sing toward him, he'll turn and look at you. <laughs> he's you just nod. that kind of guy. He'll recognize you. I, yeah. I can't. Oh, it'd be so fun to be like I was the guitar on the voice. Uh, it would be great. 
Yeah. So good. It's yeah, probably also, a good gig, too. Oh, yeah, Union. <laughs> Tanya, what is your yes. minor compliment? Um, I am going to compliment the moment uh, right after Sawyer Frederick gives his, like, uh, whatever top six performance. Yeah. Top six. Yeah. Top six. And so he does his like moving song for his mom, but then he also does a more up tempo song right. where he is flanked by dancers, oh my which God. is like borderline not okay for a child of his age. Yeah, to be flanked by <laughs> by lady dancers. By pretty lady go go dancers who yeah. are just gyrating. Who are in like various like well, they're all in the same like checkered outfit. Checkered mini dress. Boots. But there's this great like sliver of a moment that you catch where he like gets done singing and they're all applauding and he turns to the dancers on either side of him and is like good job like you see him say good job he's like hired ladies on either side of him and it's just the sweetest thing in the world oh that's cute i didn't catch that that is adorable so cute cute. awesome uh that leaves you lisa what is your last nice thing your minor compliment well i mean i know i've already talked about it but i loved all the singing babies yeah. Singing babies, even the ones that actually got onto the to the show, like the fact that they're full of all of this positivity and it's all about chasing your dreams, and they haven't gotten stomped down yet. I just, yeah. I just like that that exists in the world, and I liked. Um, was is she seventeen? The one who was singing "Free Falling." No, I think. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think yeah, that's right. But like, it's just they get to belt out stuff, and they're young, and and they have all of this positive. <laughs> positive people in their lives and it just made me feel good about america i am yes. such a Which worse I never person do than feel you good you're about. so delightful i hate <laughs> when young people are good at stuff i i hate when anybody younger than me succeeds at anything there's a lot of stuff you shouldn't pay attention to anymore <laughs> so like when the babies got cut and no one turned around you were like yes fall, no, fall, I was yes. One. sweet reality crushes again <laughs> drops of victory falling from the sky <laughs> I'm not that much of a monster. I don't know. I'm just very competitive with everybody, even when I don't want a thing. So when somebody is like going to get a recording contract who's 15, I'm like, oh, come on. Yeah. You have so much life you, you need to live first. you want a recording contract? What? Like, does that have anything to do with you? You nope. don't want a co- nope. recording contract? Nope. <laughs> when when <laughs> the barista is younger than me and makes a good cup of coffee, I'm like, calm down there. Don't get, a, hey, don't get big for your britches. You screw up my phone, why don't you? This. I mean, nobody <laughs> feels good when, like, the singing ponytail that is Ariana Grande makes music that I actually want to listen to on Spotify, but I feel like it's time for us all to yeah. take a deep breath and grow up and just accept that you get what you get and you can't be upset. I'm really not a monster. Just, all right. No, but I just want to tell you that you're going to get older and sooner or later everyone's going to be younger than you. I know. I think it's part of just being in that transition like it's it's weird when they're like someday a cop who's younger than me is going to pull me over and that's going to be so <laughs> weird. Yeah, that already happens to me. Cops are younger than me in New York City all the time. Oh, oh no! Yeah. How did you? Oh, the baby cops who hang out in the subway. The baby Those cops, baby like, cops and their Moses baskets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just push them out down on the river. You know, yeah. that's pretty okay. cute. All right, you guys, that's it for our show. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, this was kind of a long one today, uh, but it's been fun. And next week, like I said, join us. We're coming up on the International Live Show this Saturday. We're going to be watching the 1998 film, uh, Julia Roberts' film, uh, Stepmom. Oh, Stepmom. Movie. 
Because it's mom month. It's so Lisa, you gotta uh, tune in. You have to be exactly. there. Yeah, yeah, chime in or at least give us a give us a little top five taste. Uh, Wait, what's the thing that you'd want us to know and talk about on about stepmom? Yeah, just cause, just because we love you and we want to know. General. Oh, I like Jenna Maloney. I saw her in a Costco like, one time. She's the best. I mean, her angst in this movie is just perfect. It's the perfect mm. angst yes. that has ever been portrayed. Well, and speaking of angst, <laughs> speaking of angst, we're doing two movies about motherhood, stepmom, and Alien Resurrection. Right. A lot of angst in the Alien Resurrection film. I'm oh, so man. excited about these two. We're going to be watching them. And Winona. Talking back to back. There will be costumes. And all of that is happening Saturday, May 16th, 1.30 p.m. We are working on the costumes. <laughs> a costume, we'll see if we a costume piece? Uh, <laughs> sure. Uh, i got to watch that so I can see what I need to get from the costumes. 1.30 Pacific, 4.30 Eastern, probably 9.30 GMT, I'm pretty sure. Uh, go to redistrict.com slash live to tune in. It's going to be great. Uh, thank you so much. Also, uh, some sub hype for our new meat buddy who fell out the pipe this week, Holly Norris, the greatest fiddler in Meatburg. Yeah. I hope, I hope you enjoyed your ad, Beating the Devil. Uh, it's great to have yes, you on board. And the rest of you, redistrict.com slash meat buddies, even a dollar a month, really help us out a lot. And you can review us on iTunes. And Chris, as always, thank you for being out here at C. Walter Smith. Oh, of course, sir. And at the Tanya Best, who really does have the best fan interaction on Twitter of all of us. She is yeah, the come- <laughs> breakout star of the season. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. I mean, yeah, I feel like I, I got like I got one lovely compliment about having good taste in music. I think I destroyed it this, this episode. So come tell me about other things I should be listening to. That aren't a singing ponytail. Coach people. I, coach I guess people? I think that you guys would be really good coaches for. I don't. If know. we did a podcast know, show, coaching for yeah. what though? Yeah. A podcast reality show where we are all in, the, we're, but all four of us with Ezra, all four of us are sitting in the same chair. Yeah, and we're like yeah. Just piled in the piled same chair, piled into one chair that we can't turn around. And we just call it coach. Too heavy. Where they pick a different thing for us to coach people at every single week. <laughs> I was, I was like, it's just podcasts. So it'd be like, now we yeah. have to, we turn our backs and three comedians get drunk and talk about whatever, and then we're like, no, nope, don't press yeah, that button. That's what I thought. Like baby oh, yeah. podcasters, little baby Aww. podcasters. Uh, I would do that. But I don't yeah, know. I didn't think of that before. Uh, and Lisa, uh, since. Uh, since you're not as active on Twitter, do you have a, a thing I you want to recommend not. on the internet? I don't know. Nope. The only thing I use on the gu- internet is my grade book, so don't use that. Thank okay. You. What do you... You do not read anything or watch anything or listen to anything at all? Oh, I watch like... Every, I, I watch a lot of things that I shouldn't admit that I watch to, but I watch Arrow and I just cosplayed as Felicity and I'm just going to... I'm just going to go out there on a limb, guys. You should cosplay. Just mm-hmm. do it once. Yeah? Did you, you have fun? What was that everyone. like? What was it like it was so being... fun. Yeah? I was, it was half-ass It was half ass cosplay because all I did was put like a name tag on me and wear like a slutty dress because that's what Felicity does. Mm. But it was just like a, wow. like a badge. But like tons of people come up to you and they want to talk about the show and they, they talk about your costume and then, you, then they want to take a picture with you. And it's just you feel like you're a celebrity for no reason. And it's oh. great. Just do it. I, I would do that, but I don't do reality TV. It's not reality TV. Well, they're treating you like a celebrity in person. I don't know. But it's Comic-Con. It's not really the same thing. I was hoping that was going to be a callback. Uh, it doesn't seem like the same work. thing. It feels more like how I feel on Twitter when anyone interacts with me. <laughs> oh, I'm like, really? I'm so... I'm having a conversation with someone I don't know, but it's so nice, and we like the same stuff. <laughs> That's you how mean, it feels. I can do that in the virtual world? I have never done such a thing. If That's, you join Twitter... Yeah. 
Get up but in there. Mean things. I don't want mean things. Oh. Uh, so far, nobody's been mean. Supposedly, I feel like there's a lot of all... mean on the internet, but we haven't gotten any of it yet. I'm not asking yeah, for we're, it, but we're not. Do you getting... want me to? I can. I can make a Twitter account. Actually, I like, do want that. I want you. Your <laughs> abusive want Lisa. Abusive can it be Lisa? at abusive Lisa? <laughs> <laughs> I'm into it. <laughs> I want it's it. So counter to your I had abusive Lisa just troll the crap out of all of you guys. <laughs> Here's the problem. We've said this on the show, so you need to reserve that because our fans will if you don't. So get in there. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to get imposters. You're going to get hop-ons. <laughs> I think there already is one. All right. That's it for our show, everybody. We'll be back in next week. Thanks for being here, Lisa. Okay. Bye, everybody. Pshh.